Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm your host, Rich Conroy. With me as always, Bootley and Hey everybody, how are you? Oh, Pat, we're uh, we're now fully into the episode, the uh, Ultraman Taiga series. Yes, absolutely. Yes, so uh, we are ensconced. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. You got his word of the ca- word of the day calendar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably, oh, yes. Well, there we go. That was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, we're we've got two. Uh, we're going to discuss two episodes today. Um, that is going to be episode two and three. Yes. yes. So, episode I debated about whether I should break this into two episodes or not, but I think we have enough of a backlog where we're fine. Well, you do know I'm not here for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, Casey still hasn't sent me the last two uh, Netflix. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right, yeah. And then we have episode And he's like, where's episode 11? And I'm like, I don't know, Casey, but we're going to treat it as a lost episode right now. I thought we were... Remember, we recorded it, and we yeah. talked about... No clue where it is. It, it has vaporized. told me, I would have it again. It has vaporized. Well, because I was con- I was convinced that I could find it. I it ha- I figured it had to be on the recorder somewhere, but somewhere I, can't I can't find it anyplace. Gotcha. So, right, it's fine. Enough. We treat it as a lost episode, and we go back to it eventually. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. We'll <laughs> fine. These people understand us, Patrick. They'll be uh, all right. We're not smart. That's we right. We get that. <laughs> all right. So, we have um, episode two, which is called Trigger. Is, now, the one I looked at, the episode said Toria, so your trigger actually makes a lot more yeah. sense. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm right. just well, saying, I looked at... You know, I went on YouTube. The, oh, you went on YouTube, English. okay. Where did you look at it? I sent you links on um, Facebook. Nuh-uh. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> okay, maybe you didn't. I just didn't notice. Yeah. No, I sent you links for both of them. Oh, also, the somebody put the, uh, on the same place in Facebook, somebody put the Ultraman Rube movie. Oh, I didn't notice. I'll yeah. have to look. Yeah, have so. To look that. Watch it on the plane. <laughs> oh, plenty of stuff. Plenty I of stuff. know you will. I know you will. This is the last one we're recording before Pat heads off to uh, Green Old Ireland. Yes. Cannot wait. <laughs> Instead of, you know, Merry Old England, you could be, could be Drinky Old Ireland. <laughs> Drunky Old Ireland. Hey, that's a bit of, that's a bit of stereotype. It's fine. Not really. It's fine. Exactly. So, um, we've got uh, Traeger, which is the second episode. Okay. Uh, 7-13-2019. Uh, written by Takao Nakano and directed by Ryuichi Ichino, special skill director, Makoto Kamiya. Now, I think that the fact that there are special skills directors really does show in these. Yes, because you can see the differences in the giant shots. Yeah, and the regular there's a shots. lot. There's, there is uh, a concerted effort, I think, to make the ultra fighting stuff. Different. different looking. Yes. And you can also tell, because they're making the ultra fighting different looking, yeah. that they're now trying to cram both different shooting schedules right. into the same thing. Right. And they're now, I would think, using one director 
to try to mash them together as much as is possible. Two but you're showing that there's two direct, different directors. Directed by one guy, special skill directors that other so person. I would think that the main it's director two, it's two uh it's two it's uh what you call it? Two separate directors. Yeah no, no I get that. But two crews is two the crews, no I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. But I think the main director is the guy that is sort of tasked with and there goes putting them together so that way they sort of mesh up together. Hang on. Still not a bit, you guys. So <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, of course. But it's, I, what I was, the point I was trying to get at is I think that there's a, a distinct visual style to the yes. ultra combat. Yes, yes. And I like it. Oh, I like it very much. And I'm, I'm not arguing the distinct right. style, but I think the main director is the guy that says, okay, you have your style, but you're going to do this in the end so that way it fits into where oh, yeah, it wants to fit into. Of course they do that. Of course they do that. But I think that they they, get, they they want someone who's like, okay, I shoot and film tokusatsu action. Okay. Of, you know, I deal with miniatures. I deal with this kind of, you know, and, and right, maybe right. they get a lot, like a more... Um, someone who deals more with regular live-action stuff to deal with the live-action stuff. Which is fair. Uh, Which your, is fair. Your human drama. Yes. And it yes. makes a nice, it's a nice combo. It is. I, and I, I do give you that. that yeah. All right. So our, our brief TV guide summary is, uh, I wonder where we're going to get season cease and desist for that. <laughs> Stop <laughs> calling it TV guide. I don't think TV guide actually exists anymore, so I don't think anybody... Well, maybe whoever bought TV Guide because it was dying. Almost guaranteeing you that TV Guide still exists. I can't see why, because you can just look at the on-screen display and it'll show you what's playing anymore. I know everyone at home's going. They're just going to look it up. So <laughs> TVGuide.com. You bet. Okay. Here's how to get free signed Polaroids from the stars of Supernatural, The One Hundred, and more. Okay. Sure. Well, so there you go. I don't know how much of a actual magazine it is that's a good question that's fair but it still exists in a digital yeah. form somewhere hey they're giving away a brand new television this week okay so Why hey guys tvguide.com <laughs> might be the thing I, don't <laughs> I, I might want to start looking at tvguide.com who no. knew but anyway go back to the <coughs> TV Guide recap yeah um, for Traeger come here Hiroyuki remembers, oh, I'm sorry, reunites with his small monster, Chibisuke. Chibisuke. Chibisuke, yes. Uh, what was the auction of monster weapons among aliens in the shadows behind them? Okay. Yeah. And that's all it says. Yeah, well, that's the, that's wow. the TV guy. <laughs> You're right. That's wow. The, that's, <laughs> that's the police season of the system, right? Um, exactly. When Hiroyuki was a child, he had sympathy for a tiny monster, <laughs> Chibisuke. Yes. However, the last thing he remembered was Chibisuke being taken away by aliens. And did you know who the alien was? I, uh, uh, alien Bat, was it? No. No, who was it? Alien Edo. From the anime. Oh, that's right. Oh, I thought that was Kimer, man. No, it was Edo from the anime because he had the. It was the. Well, no, same I think he had head, the. the eyes. I think he had the two. See, uh, Edo has. That's a. That's a. Uh, that's a ton alien. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, that was going to get well you. Well done, Patrick. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I should be giving him a sugar cube. Good job. <laughs> Here's a treat. <laughs> um, He's a ton alien, and I'm good with that. But you think because the eyes are slightly different? Yes, because Kimer Man looks like, um, oh, it's, it's neither. It's Rakium Man. What? 
Okay. Uh, and you're looking it up. I'm not uh, looking it up. I can only go with that. But yeah, that I did notice that it was like, oh, we've seen this guy. And we but just I, saw him. Right. In the <laughs> yeah, I, it's not the same. It's not a, now, he's not a Zeton, though. Do you think? They're all men, though, you know, broccoli headed dudes, but. Well, I'm not going there. I can't go there. But do you think they purposely put this alien in this episode, in the series? Maybe. Because of the anime. Maybe. Because that's where my mind went right away. Is they Maybe. watched the anime and said, you know what? We could use that guy. Why not? We've still got his costume somewhere. Go get yeah, it. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. I mean, we, I, remember, I don't remember the last time we've seen that guy. But let's find out. Um, here we go. Go ahead. Reikia Man. Uh, Reikia Man, also known as Lika Man. Neither okay. of those are familiar. Nope. Not even a little bit. Ooh, his subtitle is The Electric Wave Phantom. Okay, sure. Ooh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, good. that's my new prog rock band. Well, I've noticed on <laughs> the, the bad guy that we have, then we'll get into it shortly. Mm. He uses electricity a lot. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they use electric other aliens is okay with the me. Electric Wave Phantom. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. All right, he is an alien from unknown planet that relies on the creative abilities of living beings. Okay. And went to Earth to try to drain the human supply of creativity for his own needs. Okay. Okay, that's sure. neat. Sure. His first appearance, I know we're doing the Monster Minute out of order, but why not? Why not? We're um, here. The Ultra Q is uh, first appearance of, uh, is Ultra Q Dark Fantasy Episode 26, The Door to the Nothingness. This that is the title of my band, that my prog rock door band's to the new nothing. album, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So be on the lookout for Electric Wave Phantoms, The Door to the Nothingness, available on iTunes soon, kids. Sure, why not? Not a real band. But, uh, not a real band, not a real album. That's right. <laughs> um, although, guys, if, if you want to use that for something, rock please on. Please do. Yeah, please do. Um, oh, no, here you go. Last appearance that we would have seen, um, he was an Ultraman Jeed. Okay. Um, he makes a brief appearance in episode 20. Uh, he is seen showing K. Fukuide footage of AIB recovering from Dark uh, Lugiel and Alien Emperor's capsules. Okay. Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it's not like we're going to argue. Yeah, no. No, I can't. Again. Nope. Can't argue. <laughs> Don't have the time to go back. No, go. Must, must press forward. More Ultraman. <laughs> ah. You know, it's funny because I'm like, I got to buy, you know, the DVDs and the Blu-ray, or the Blu-rays are coming out, you guys. Yes. We're all excited. The steel and, books are coming out. They're on pre-order. And I'm like, week. when am I going to watch them again? Like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably never, but I want them to know that they have to make more. <laughs> Look, I'm committed to this. Oh, God, I'm committed to this. And the, the wife doesn't know that it's coming yet. When she finds out, she's not going to be happy, but I'm well to bed. <laughs> Here's the thing. At this point, you just take $10 a week and put it someplace. Yeah, oh, no. For six weeks. I take more than $10 a week to put someplace. I'm just saying six I weeks. I know. You're done. I know. That's a sandwich. I know. That's bring lunch. To bring I, bring lunch. lunch. I don't even bring lunch every day, but I bring lunch every yeah. day because it's too expensive yeah. to eat. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> like you know what? If I cut down on, if I cut down on coffee for a week, well, let's not I get can, crazy. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> find something where you, that you can just go. Like you know what? I can. I'll make the ultra thing. sacrifice so I can have this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, did I did I do what I think I did? No, I actually opened it in another window. Smart man. Do? No, I didn't. 
Dumbman. That's all right. That's it. It's okay. Um, so let's, uh, where is it here? When Hiroyuki was a child, he had sympathy for a small monster. Uh, the monster was taken by aliens. Uh, time went by, and a grown-up Hiroyuki and Chibisuke met, uh, Chibisuke met again in a surprising way. Monster weapon auction is being held among aliens. Yeah, that's and the recap again. Right, and there's also the shadow of darkness lurking behind. Okay. Uh, will Hiroyuki and Taiga be able to rescue uh, Chibisuke? Sure. So now, um, we go, it, we get a nice little flashback mm. of a kid talking to Chibisuke. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it wrong, so you're going to get over it. Chibisuke. Wow. You can do it. Still gonna say Chibi it means small. Oh, is that? And what does Suki mean? Suke is, I guess, the, maybe it's the monster's name. I don't okay. know. Fair but, enough. like, when you see, like, chibi something, it's yeah. because it's small. Hey. Yep. Okay, see, now I learned something. That's your Japanese Not lesson for the day. Not but I did learn something. <laughs> um, and we see the kid playing with the chibi suke. See, I can try. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I'm still going to call him Edo. Takes the... <laughs> But it's not him. I know, but you're going to get over it. Call him Broccoli Guy if you have takes to. Takes the Jibisuke <laughs> and starts flying into space. Ah, yes. And then we see the kid grabbing on, saying, I'm going to save my friend. Right. Finally, the Broccoli Man kicks him off, kid <laughs> falls, and that's how he got the ultra power since right. he was fearless in that's trying right. to help. Right. By the I way, liked. I think the choice of calling him Broccoli Man works very well. <laughs> when you said that, like Broccoli Man, that's funny. What do you want me to call him? Asparagus Man? I mean, come on, give me something. <laughs> but uh, he does look more like an asparagus. That's all right. Um, so, yeah, this happened 12 years um, before the start of the series, and the Chibisuke is um, actually an infant Gisura. Because we've seen this monster before. Yeah, it looked familiar, but when they gave the name of Chibisuke... No, that's just his name name. Oh, that's his proper... Well, that's his his name name, yes. (laughs) Pardon? Yeah, that's it. Chibisuke is his... First name. You know, like when they they make somebody, like... When they make somebody from another culture, like, Americanize their name, so they they Japanified his name. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Um, that's great. So uh, he belonged to the. He fed chocolate. That's right. Yes. Um, yes. And they get into that further. Right. Yeah. Um, the kidnap. Uh, the kidnapped Chibisuke had control chip implanted in his brain and was modified into King Gisura by the Villain Guild. Yes. Gotta love the Villain Guild. That is amazing that they have a Villain Guild. Yeah. Well. You gotta have a villain guild. How is you supposed to get your evil benefits? Of course. You know, like, <laughs> listen, you got I have evil dental doctor. work I need to get done. <laughs> Come on. Um, it was first sighted at the seaport, having been summoned by Reiki Man and his accomplices as a showcase for the monster auction. Yes, yes. And I so want to be part of this monster <laughs> auction. Now, don't be confused, guys. It's not like on eBay where you can go on and you can literally go to a monster auction. I'm sure you can buy one of these at an auction on eBay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But not an actual monster. That would be a little bit more interesting. <coughs> um, but now, they, um, where was I? They are, uh, well, yeah, so they show up at the, they show up at the um, seaport, and which prompts uh, Hiroyuki and uh, Homare to investigate after being contracted by 
uh, Inspector Sakura. Yes. The Rikim activates the control chip in its brain, causing King Gasura to go berserk before it escapes once again. Right, and they, they noticed that the attack was on a Coco transport. Yep. So that's how we know that this thing is um, attracted to chocolate. Yep. Now, the thing I also... That's what he's like, wait a minute. That <laughs> seems real familiar. The, the video I watched uh. did have the Japanese commercials. Ooh, oh, I did not see that version. Oh, my God. Jealous. You want to talk of... The, I know this is a toy show. The integral... Oh, yeah. And the interstitials are absolute. Here's the toy for the show you're watching. Go get it now. Here's the stamps. Here's the, the stuff you can buy. Here's the gems. Here's the crystals. Right. Go get it now. Right, right after the show, it's available. Yeah. You can go right after the I show and they will be... Us. That is awesome. It's insane. As a kid, how great would it have been as a kid to see something and know that if you went out shopping that with afternoon. your mom that afternoon, you could, you could have it. Exactly. I mean, they wouldn't buy it for you, but you could have it. You could have. <laughs> Your parents were that insane. You yeah. could have this toy that night. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. I think that's fantastic. And one of the commercials showed that there was an ultra, and I'm just going to call it con. Oh, yeah. That had the a big lot, old festival. Right. That had a lot of the past ultra guys. Yeah, like a stage it. set. Like a stage show. No, 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 show. no. The actual actors that played the past Oh, that's ultras. cool. Yeah, all right. At, they were selling a video of the past ultras t- selling, showing how they did the show and yeah. how they did this and how they did that. I'd watch it if it was subtitled, obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've proven that we'll watch damn near anything subtitled. <laughs> and quite frankly, a good chunk of stuff that's not subtitled. <laughs> we have watched some stuff that's Just not subtitled because. <laughs> because why not? Um, so uh, King Gasura was summoned once again near another chocolate storage facility. Can I? Just real quick sidebar, chocolate storage facility. <laughs> like You have to hold stuff as it gets off the ship yeah, I before it gets onto the transport. So that's a storage facility. It just seems I'm silly. Good. But, I mean, Grant, you don't think about stuff like that when you're consuming a Hershey bar. But it, it does have to be, the raw cacao has to be stored somewhere. I yeah. get it. But and it not, just... And it has to go from It sounds Hershey. awfully official, that's all. <laughs> Where do you work? I work at the chocolate storage facility. It's very important. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It sounds like a sweet gig. Thank you. Yes, oh, it is. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so Hiroyuki managed to calm it down, confirming that the monster was indeed Jibasuke, which he does um, by doing the, uh, the old, like, okay, open up, and he does the hand motion, which you guys can't see, but I'm doing it. There um, is a hand motion, but yeah. you got to realize that the um, the evil group yeah. calls up the monster. Right. The Aegis guards start to fight them. Right. And then eat the broccoli man, asparagus yeah. man, whatever you want to call them. Makes the monster appear large. Right. And then you start to see the auction with all the yeah, 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 yeah. It's really and cool. Up and, up and you're like, okay, so they're just showing the fight. And that's how they're selling the monster. Right. They're like, oh, look how much destruction he can do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a neat concept of, like, we are trying to uh, establish that there is some sort of consortium of evil aliens in the galaxy. Yeah. But they can't do their own dirty work. So they have to to do it for them. They have to buy monsters. (laughs) They have to buy monsters. So, um, let's see. They... uh, 
The, the, then, oh, so he calms it down, and a lot of the bidders start with throwing their money. Right. As soon as um, the Ultra starts to calm down with the hand motion that you right. attempted to show, you can see the prices all of a sudden starting to fall and people dropping out. Right. Of the so thing. then he causes the uh, broccoli man decides to give it another uh, cause another rampage with it. No, no, no. The, the weird nice. guy, whatever the the other guy, the guy with the black and white shirt. Oh, Kurosaki, yes, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. He takes over the monster. That's right. And then we get our transformation scene. Right. Which, okay. Tiger. It's not that long. It's not that long. Guys, it's not that long. I was actually... I think someone was paying attention. <laughs> Let's hope. I think they were just like, all right, look. <laughs> like, we get it. Where I think maybe, <laughs> I think maybe the everyone who's complaining and kvetching about this being really no. long has a little bit of a point. No, what they did is they started listening to our podcast. That's what it was. Oh, there are like, two, yeah, <laughs> oh, two gaijin who are really big. We, we're going to listen to these two knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, he, you know, Hiroyuki transforms into Taiga, and they, there's a brief battle, but Hiroyuki stops and manages to calm down uh, Chibasuke again. Right. Then their reunion was interrupted by Ultraman Trigger, who fights against Taiga and beats the snot out of him. Yeah, and every time Taiga tries to hit him, either ducks or avoids, right. or, and it just doesn't do anything. Well, he's just not strong enough. Right. It's, it's, he's another inexperienced Ultraman, which is funny because his father is Taro, and if I'm not mistaken, um, and I know you'll let me know if I am. Of course um, you will. That's <laughs> you, Matt. <laughs> Man, Emma's batting cleanup for him lately. Oh, she's good, yeah. She's good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you call it? Um, they, uh, they, um, sure. Uh, Taro. No, Taro, yeah, thank you. Um, Taro, it, it, the whole, like, crux of his series is that he was a junior Ultraman. Ah. And then he was inexperienced. And, like, and now he's the experienced yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultra show in the new Yeah, Ultra. which is pretty okay. cool. I like that. I yeah. like that. Um, so Chibasuke fights, fights Trigger as well because he sees Taiga get hurt. Right. And uh, Trigger then uses his Trira Adiga firing at Taiga, but Chibasuke steps in to protect him. Right. And then the Chibasuke is blown up in a very nice, spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. So. Um, and, and then, then Taiga fights. Uses his Storium Blaster, which Turiyaka repels with electricity. Yep. And then he uses a Rosso Flame Buster. Right. Which I'm guessing is from Rogu. Right. Yep, yep, yep. And then doesn't really do much, but he flies into space. Right. End of episode. End of episode. Now, this is the first Kyosura to work as an ally with the main Ultra. Um... Uh, the first Kasura. Yeah. Right, right. The first uh, 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 Kaiju. Yeah. And it didn't even work with him. He just kind of got in the way of Yeah. The well, he's like, I'm just, you got to save my, you know, I got to save my old master. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, is, do you remember where we saw him originally? I don't. Ultraman. The original series. Episode six. The Coast Guard Command. <gasps> and he was, he was the, uh, I mean, we've seen him a here and there. Bunch. Right? I knew that. Like he is. Uh, oh, well, let's let's get this out of the way. Oh, there you go. Oh, here's King Gisar, which I think is who we're dealing with here. Yeah. 
That is the same room you got. I was like, okay, cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, King Gasura. Let's see if we, there's anything specifically kingly related that I need to uh, discuss. Oh, you'd be surprised. Mm. He's 68 meters tall. He's 21,000 tons. Um, he's got shocking venom, the heavy attack. That is the ram his enemy with the headbutt attack. Okay. Okay. Enough. And a venom shot. Okay. Energy, we're using energy scales. Uh, oh, his head fin is the source of his poisonous power. Remember in the first one they ripped the fin off yes. of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's Fair coming enough. back now. It takes time, but yeah. it gets there eventually. There's a very cool spark doll available, you guys. Oh, I think he's cool looking. Oh no, that's a five dollars. That's five dollars well spent. Oh, that's an easy five dollars well yeah, spent. Yeah, he's cool looking. Like that. Like that. Yeah, I, I thank God these things are not widely available here. Oh no, you'd be poor. Poor impulse control. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Very poor impulse control with this stuff. So um, yeah, that's it for the. What do you think of this one, Pat? I like this one. Yeah, I me like too. Me too. Now, as we're going to get into the next one shortly, I'd like the next one better. But this one was good. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny. They go. They seem to go by really fast. Well, they're good twenty-minute episodes. Excuse me, which I like. Yeah. But my problem, as always, is I have to stop it so often because this happens, that happens. Right. I gotta write stuff down. Right, right, right. And then, as the wife wakes up, now she wants to ask me seven thousand questions. About Who's this? What's this going on? No, not oh. not that. No. Okay. Well, she's starting to panic about the trip. Oh, oh, that's right. That's what are we right. gonna do about this? How are we gonna do that? How we, and I'm like, calm down, relax. It'll figure itself yeah. out. But then we're gonna have to do this. Blah, 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 blah. And, she, and she goes on a different rant, and I'm like, yes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Guys, if there are any of you in Ireland, <laughs> you, you, uh, you run into a guy who looks like he might watch Ultra. If you see a very loud American man. That's me. <laughs> calling his children to come back. Get over it. Come on. Stop. A lot of that. That'll be, that'll be me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoyed this one. I thought, I thought the return of the uh, monster was cool. And it's funny because... I'm reading the, I'm reading the, um, the, you know, the recap of it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I remember all this stuff. But I was like, I thought, and it's funny because the last, the, these two episodes I watched. Right. I feel like I fell asleep during them. Because it's a lot because of. Because they're, they just seem to be, I feel like I missed something. And then I read the recaps and I'm like. No, that's the whole episode. That's I, the whole episode. I just they, feel like I missed stuff, but I didn't. Do. Because if they go by amazingly quickly. Yeah, they're... For the it, 20 some odd minutes that they are, they go very, by amazingly It's quickly. a briskly paced show. Yeah. Absolutely. And I do like the fact that it is quite this briskly paced. At I, no point do I look at the watch. No. No, not at all. I mean, the only time I notice that the time element is, like I said, when all of a sudden she's asking some weird question that I have to stop for and go answer and I'm like really you see I'm doing this it's it I'm doing my other job it doesn't pay anything <laughs> <laughs> and she's like do you have do you do that every week yeah I do, do you what do else that every week <laughs> only for the last three years but no no <laughs> and that's what I told her too I said you know once I do go back to good hey surprise everyone we're going to be doing this as we used to because I'm going back yeah Pat's going back to night shift, shift so yeah. Not the midnight shift, the evening shift. No, no, the evening shift, yes. Second shift. If you second know. shift, yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Money started. She finally realized that either she's got to get a job or I've got to go to evenings. Yeah, well. I'm going to evenings. That's right. <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, exactly. I like, you know, we have that thing. And, you know, um, Emma sent us a thing that they're sub somebody is subtitling the voice dramas. So I don't know how we go about watching them. Or Who listening to, to listen them? To them. Well, how do you listen to a subtitle, Pat? <laughs> you have to have to watch it. So it's got to be like... A, okay, you've got a point there. It's got to be like a YouTube video of the audio drama that you can just read. See, if they had the audio drama translated into English... Yeah, well, that's, that's a lot of... That's a lot of money. Well, no, it's that. just a lot of work. This is all fan, fan subtitle sub, stuff. Yeah. But, like, you can... That requires that you're like, okay, who's going to play this guy? Who's going to play this guy? Then we have to have rebuild sound effects that. and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, thank you. you. I see what they're doing. I really like the concept of that. It's a decent concept. Yeah. I do like um, concept. I did, however, forget to talk about the Tri-Squad voice drama that went with Trigger. So I'll do that real quick. I'll go for it. If that's here. Yes. It's called Remembering the Future Part 2, Tyga and Phyllis... I'm sorry, Phyllis. F-I-L-I-S. Not, okay, thank you. Not like, <laughs> not like just, yeah, not like the girl in the typing pool. Um, continue to talk about Mebius, who Tyga has heard much during his training days. Phyllis tells him that when Mebius first returned to Earth, he was bothered by something, which was probably the difference in lifespan between humans and ultras, meaning that his friends would pass away a lot earlier than he would. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's a lot... Of stuff yeah, we're not that, yeah, deep no, into it. I'm not going to even do that because I'm not listening or watching or whatever consuming okay, you know what this we yet. Do now we take our break, yeah, and give a 10 second intermission. That's fine, and we'll be back in a few minutes with more science patrol. A few minutes, <laughs> a few seconds. Yeah. Come on, this is the first day with this again. Yeah, I know. This is Superfan Matt, and we'll be right back with more Science Patrol. And we're back with more Science Patrol. So uh, we're going to talk now about the third episode of Ultraman Taiga. Let's see if your title is different than what I have. Avenger of the Star? Yep, that's what I have. Okay, see, not too bad. Not too bad. David came out. Uh, that'd be 7-20-2019, so Taro Hayashi wrote it, uh, Ryuichi uh, Ichino directed it, and Makoto Kamiya is the special skill director. I'm wondering if they directed all of it, or did they just direct blocks? Probably just blocks, I would think, because you're probably going to get... it seems awfully consistent so far. Well, I mean, it's only into the third episode. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> I see yeah. Uh, our TV guide summary is Rento Cujo, a astronaut who, an astronaut, probably will be grammatically correct. Yes, please. Uh, who issued point. a murder notice to the president of Cosmotechnica, died in an unfortunate accident. However, Hiroyuki discovers the truth behind the accident. Yes. Okay, that is a good TV guide recap of exactly what's going right. on. So now the actual plot here. Yes. Uh, which is just a longer. Version of the same exact thing. Yeah, a death threat was made to the president of Cosmotechnica, an up-and-coming startup. It was from an astronaut who was supposed to be dead from an unfortunate accident. 
Hiroyuki and Hamari were assigned to guard the president of Cosmotechnica to find out about the sad story and truth behind the accident. Uh, yeah. When Rento Kujo turns himself into a cold machine-like monster, yes, the wise man of power comes back from beyond the sky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, the the couple things I don't like. Okay. I understand. You get ten million yen. You get this nice big check that says ten million yen. Yeah. yeah. To protect the president of Cosmo Technical. Company. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to question the morals of who you're protecting. Um. That's what I'd say. I'm like, really, Fallon? Yeah. yeah th- th- I understand your job is to just protect, but what if he does something that you don't particularly care for morally? You yeah. Know, and that's what they're going on. And right. You're not allowed to question that. Yeah, I wouldn't be a good guard then. Yeah, by the way, that's $94,000, in case you were wondering. I kind of figured it was, yeah. wait, only nine. yeah, I kind of figured it was 100000 94 is close yeah. enough, 100000 that's, that's as of today. Yeah. Because you said it's about a hundred to one. Yeah. So yep. I figured a hundred thousand, yep. yep. ninety four thousand, same difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the yen is the yen is a little strong right now. That seems it. But um, but uh, we see the uh, guy in space mm-hmm. who watches what's got to be the International Space Station get bored. Or an International Space Station. <laughs> I don't think there's more than one up there. I really don't because I, it, that thing is worth. Billions. I know that in real life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I okay, know fine. that in real life. Um, and then we find out that the crash was caused by the birthday celebration of the president of Cosmo Technology, right? Because he wanted to have a thing go up into space. Thank you. That was very unclear to me. I that could be because I watched it when I was exceptionally tired. Um. And I was just like, I just see the, the happy birthday logo on the side of it. And I couldn't figure out why the astronaut was like, happy birthday. And I'm like, wait, wait, what now? I'm like, yeah. you know what? This will all become evident as I watch. <laughs> and it did. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, but yeah, uh, Rento and his wife, Nana, were working on the space station. And that was... Uh, that was blown up by this By this guy. rocket, celebratory rocket. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Ultraman Trigger resurrects him. And and of course he was overcome by his desire for revenge. So right. of course, uh, Trigger uses that as a uh, you know as a, a selling point, if you will. Yeah, you yeah. want to go after this guy? Oh, I you call can this help a, you. You call this a bug. We here at Evil Incorporated call it a feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he then attacks him about a month later. Um, right, and then the the president of Cosmo Technology. Who's got this shock of blonde, spiky hair? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I understand he's a millennial. I don't have to like it. I know. But he's walking down, sees this group that start asking all kinds of questions, and Aegis is trying to protect them all. And there is our astronaut outside of the group with his ray gun ready to shoot this president guy. Right. Hi. And then the. Guy in the background tells the story of how the the ISS got blown up, right? Yeah, and he has to stop this guy from doing this again. And the whole reason he went up to space was so that they could clean up the debris right. from all of the other satellites that Oopsie. are in space. Oopsie! <laughs> Oopsie! 
Well, I mean, they have said that there is so much space junk up there now yeah. that they just can't possibly clean it up because it would cost more to clean it up than it would to just let it burn in the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that should be the... Uh, you would think that would be the um, the easiest way to do it is to just... And I know you can't do this, but you would think it would be easy enough to... Push I, I, into the... Yeah, I realize easy burn. is a relative term. <laughs> yeah. to, yes, it's easy to launch someone into outer space. <laughs> I understand. Look, I'm not a smart man. I, am, I don't know the first thing about... Rocket fuel. How, yeah, how this actually works. I just know it works, okay? Like... The internal combustion engine baffles me, but I know it works. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get, exactly. I get Fair that enough. it, I get that it takes me to and from work. <laughs> That's all you have. To I do. can't put one together, but um, so yeah, you would think that you could get a, a couple of astronauts to to, to start pitching stuff into the atmosphere. The problem with that is, well, there's many many fold. Well, yeah. If it's too big, is it going to hit anything? Is if you know? If you also on the wrong. If it's too small, is it going to pierce this guy's spacesuit and like kill him in the vacuum? Because that's apparently one of the big problems they big have problems. is big just problems. debris so spinning around. Yeah. At, at however, rates. yeah, however fast it's going. Yeah. And it's like pinging off the stuff and breaking stuff. They say like it damages the space station constantly. Yeah. Constantly. So they're constantly having to do repairs. Yeah, you would, but there's got to be something. The only thing that they have said is, yes, it can be done, but it is so prohibitively expensive right. that it can't make sense. Right. Because you can't go after the stuff that's less than three meters, which right. is basically nine feet. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff. Right. They have everything that's three meters and up plotted. Right. Anything under three meters, you're just going to have to live with because there's just so much you can't possibly take care of it all. It's amazing that somehow it doesn't, the orbit doesn't degrade. It will eventually, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you'd think you could get somebody up there with a big old galactic hefty bag and could just hold it open and just rip right through the glass. I know that's bag. the problem. They're not strong enough. You're like, you think what you got to get is that maybe a big. The gel. Ooh, the the space gel. Space gel. To collect all that stuff. Don't even that know space gel is a thing, but sure. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Is it? Okay, good. Oh, absolutely. Because that's how they collect space dust, is with space ah, gel. Snappy. See, I, I know enough about this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. That's good stuff. I like that. But the problem is the space gel is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anything having to do Having worked in a company that manufactured some stuff for SpaceX yes. and NASA, I can really? I can say, yeah, huh? It's, it's very expensive, expensive. Yeah, it's which is why I wasn't allowed to touch any of it. <laughs> They're not dumb. I'm going to say that. Don't let the guy with six months' experience near the SpaceX stuff. No, no, no. You, I tell you what, Rich. You want to be involved? Carry this to the loading dock. Yeah, okay. Okay. Thank, thank you. I helped. <laughs> I got a sticker. It was nice. Well, that was my thing when I was fighter. <coughs> the guy I work with said. Just remember, it's glass. You can't touch it too hard. Oh. Because I am so used to copper, yeah. I just grunt through everything, yeah. which I know how to do. Right. Once you get to glass, you can't grunt it. 
No, you have to finesse it. You have to finesse it. Ooh, <laughs> this is this is an interesting development in the in the job of fabric. Oh no, I'm back to copper again. Oh, is that permanent or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. As permanent as copper is going to be. As permanent as copper is yeah. going to be. I I have probably a good easy eight years to go. I'll oh, copper for my. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So anyway, um, <coughs> the the Cujo uh, then transforms himself. Into um, Galactron Two. Yes. Yes. Um, and I was like, "Why? Where have we seen the first time that portal appeared?" I'm like, "Then where have we seen that before?" Oh, I knew. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wait, it's a oh yeah, exactly." Yeah, it took me a minute. Exactly. Again, it was late. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, when Kiryuki becomes Taiga after the the portal tries to pick up the president. Right. They save the president. Right. Hiroyuki becomes Taiga and says he doesn't actually want to kill the bad guy. Right, because he's just, in there. Right. He just wants to stop him and try to right. save the president and all that kind of stuff. Right. Okay, fine. Sure, sure. Yeah, so then, uh, you know, Taiga's easily dealt with by the by the Galactron. Right. Um, unable to retaliate. Suddenly, the light of Ultraman Titus appears from space Goes into the Galactron and pulls out Rento's spirit. Yes. Uh, who was then reunited with the spirit of his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple then disappears into the afterlife, no longer seeking revenge. And they watch over the earth from space. That's right. Now they can clean up the they can clean yes. up the debris as ghosts, which is just weird, thank you. <laughs> it's interesting, I give it that. But now Then they get up there like, we can't touch anything, we go through it. This was All we have to do is push it a little bit. But they can't they're Ghost pet. It was a poorly they thought out their plan. Ghost mental sure. powers. Okay. Sure. Sure. All right. Why not? But now, whatever. Tiger <laughs> gets the Titus thing. Yeah. New transformation scene. Right. New suit, and you can tell it's an absolute different suit actor because you said that this guy is Ultraman Chunk. Oh my oh, yeah. God, his legs are different size. They're I definitely huge. think that. Um, I think that's padding. You think? I mean, I can't argue with you since I don't know. Yeah, I but think it's to padding. To me, looked like a different suit actor. Oh, it could but be. I mean, We're going to find out in a second. Oh, you're going to look it up? You sure. But I mean, there was also now, instead of the normal... It is a different guy. This is the... Ultraman Taiga is uh, Hideyoshi Iwata, whom I think has done some other ones. Okay. Ultraman Titus is uh, Yoshiki Kubawara. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Kuwabara. Okay. But I mean, now Titus has a star emblem on his crest instead right, of the round Right, because he is from the same um, area as Ultraman Jonius, who was the uh, Ultraman we watched in that animated one. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. I knew I knew that name, Hideyoshi Iwata. Go ahead. There you go. Who is that? He's from. He's from yeah, G, yeah. That's oh, okay. our. That's the guy who was the suit actor for G. Okay. And he also did. Um, what's his face Tiger? from? Come on, he's the guy from AIB. Zena. Zena. Okay. Whew. Okay. Fair Took me a minute. <laughs> but yeah, man, this guy's got. He's been a suit actor all the way back to, Ultra Q Dark Fantasy. Oh, good for him. Good for him. He's done... He's played Ultraman Mebius, Ultraman Hikari. Oh, wow. Um, Tiga. 
So he um, knows what he's doing is an ultra suit actor. Got Ray, it. he's played Zero, Alien Zarab, he's played Ultraman Saga, Tiga Dark, uh, he's played Ultraman Victory, Ultraman X. Oh, wow. Ultraman Orb, Jeed, Rosso, and Taiga. Wow. Yeah. Good for so, him. Good for him. He's very Yeah. Good. So in case you were wondering if this guy's not working, he's doing all he's right. He's doing fine. Yeah, yeah. He's doing fine. Born in 1980. August 28th, 1980. Almost oh, 10 years God. younger than me to the day. Almost. Yeah. 80, I was already... Was I in college? No, I wasn't in high school yet. No, I was like, dude, you're not that much older than I am. You know where I was August of 80? In Ireland. Oh, nice. Oh, that's circle of love. Exactly. Speaking of cease and desist, (laughs) I've been been pulling that one off a little too much lately. But then, um, so now Titus breaks the sword Mm. of our bad ultra. Mm -hmm. Punches him directly into a building, runs at him, yep. and you can see as he's running, he's causing damage oh, yeah. by his feet yeah, in yeah. the ground. Oh yeah. Boy, the cleanup crew must love him. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, great, good, good, a chunkier one. This is exactly what exactly we're looking for. We I need a guy with, with bigger legs. And then he uses a G-lit, so I gotta guess that that's from Ultraman G. You think so? Using the Wrecking Buster. Yes, sir. Which is it causes a tremendous explosion. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he gets a new ring by right since he destroyed the monster. Right. Which is fine. Right. And that's fine. I, I, we, we accept that. We do it. We have to accept that because that's how the show goes. We know we need toys. Yeah. Yeah. But then one of the the backstory also for the Aegis was that the Trigger changed the orbit of the satellites to try to get them to Oh, yeah, yeah. Aegis was able to get all of the satellites back into their regular Mm -hmm. orbit, except for one. Right. So now Titus and Trigger head to this satellite. Titus breaks through the satellite. Mm -hmm. I I guess it's too far gone to try to get it back to regular orbit. Right. Fights Trigger, punches him, does no real damage. Right. And then Titus starts to, oh, I don't know, clean up space while Trigger goes off into the distance yeah. in his little vortex. Yeah. <sighs> and then back on Earth, Aegis, the woman that controls Aegis, says, we're going out for sushi, even though you guys don't like it. And we find out that she tore up the 10 million yen check because she didn't want to go with the right. bad guys' money. See, so she's got she's, she's got, got some morals. She's she got scruples. She just got baffled. She was blinded by ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, which as many of us would be. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. But yeah, let's um let's get with um, Ultraman Titus, Titus real quick. There we go. Titus's name may have been. Derived from Titus, obviously, yeah. a T-I-T-U-S, which can be interpreted as title of honor according to Biblical Latin. Okay. And yeah. it also could come from the term Titan, meaning a person of great strength or yes. size. That's where I got one. <coughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Ultraman, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a young Titus was once adopted and taken in by someone by the name of Martyr, the son of Commander Zamius. And the two became close friends. Looking up to Martyr, he was well, who had a well-trained body. Titus also began to train as well every day without fail. Um, 
Zamius was a commander of the space fleet used to tell Martyr and Titus stories of the past. Although Martyr was heavily inspired by them, Titus could never resonate with his feelings. Okay. okay. Um, at some point, he travels to the planet U-40 and stayed there. The Oh, Tyga traveled to planet U-40 and stayed there where he met Titus, who decided to join him on his adventures. Okay. They later, <clears throat> later went to planet... O fifty to defend Warrior's Peak from sure. aliens who wanted to destroy it where they met Fuma. A lot of backstory. Yeah, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Thus, the Tri Squad was formed. Ah. At some point they went to planet now it's either Dino or Dino, neither of which is not ridiculous. Of course. Um, of course. Uh, to fight against a robot army where they were almost sucked into a black hole. I didn't know you could have black holes that close to planets, but what do I know? I don't I'm gonna say I don't. I don't hold. I don't like put uh, discount anything happening no, in this no, series no, at no, this no, point. I can't. Um, a fair point. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, the light of Titus travels to Earth along with the soul of the wife of the dead astronaut uh, Rento Cujo, who was inside Galactron Mark II. He manages to reunite the couple, who finally pass away in peace. Um, Titus met. A hero Yuki Kudo and swapped with Taiga, who was injured from the battle with Galactron and made short work of the robot. Yes. Before going to space to to destroy the falling satellites. Um, Trigger attacks him, but Titus refuses to fight back, knowing, of course, that it is a trap. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And um, there we go. Due to his bloodline, Titus has always felt out of place with the other U 40 warriors. So, um, he is the most composed of the Tri Squad and acts as senior and guiding force behind them, ah. as well as the mediator between Taiga and Fuma. Okay. Or Fuma. I well, that's going to get Fuma. further into the, yeah. into the series, obviously. He sometimes shows off his masculinity and claims it to be the muscle of wisdom. Oh, good lord. Somehow that my mind went to the wrong spot when you said yeah, muscle, muscle of wisdom. Muscle of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, exactly. oh dear. Oh dear. Oh my. Oh dear. Oh my. But uh, yeah, he's got a lot of. Uh, did we see the the planium buster? No, no, not yet. Wrecking burster. There you yeah, go. Wrecking burst. Oh, that's right. He scans the jeedlet. Yes. And he can use the wrecking burster. That's fine. But yeah, I I thought it was a good, a really good. Uh, I like this one much better than the other one. I like the backstory, and I like the fact, as you pointed out, now they're using the two different directors, and you can see the different visual styles mm -hmm. that they have, which I like a lot. Yeah. And now, would I like them to use these two directors going forward? Yes, I would. Yeah. Do I think they're going to? No, who I don't. Knows? But we'll find out. As the we go miniature on. work, though, it is. Astounding. Above and beyond. Above exactly. and beyond. Like, there's some really impressive stuff. Like, when they throw um, Taiga into the building. It is so funny. It is, yeah. You can see, like, the car shaking. And yeah, oh my God. And going off and lights. And you're like, they really take time and effort to do this stuff. Which yeah. I really like. I was very impressed. I, yes. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um I didn't. I didn't see anything, any particular miniatures that stood out to me. Like you know, occasionally you're like, "Look, there's a 
six bags of garbage and a guitar. You know, well, the one that stood out to me <coughs> was the miniature train as it went by. Oh, that was nice it too. Yeah, looked like an actual train. Uh -huh. and you knew it had to be a miniature. Mm -hmm. So they really built the train to scale. Yeah, they're not messing around. That's Again, we, as, as we said, Super A is not messing around when it comes to all. this stuff. Um, real quick, some uh, Titus trivia. His home planet U40 is likely to serve as a milestone celebration for for the Ultraman's 40th anniversary. The 40th oh, okay. anniversary of the anime this year. Okay, fair enough. He is significantly different from the members of his kind. Um, even though he has the star symbol, uh, which does allow the average warrior to grow to giant size. He stands only at 60, uh, 50 meters oh. um, instead of 60 to 70, gotcha. as seen with his predecessors. Okay. As the vast majority of Ultras can change their height to suit whatever situation, this may, not, this may simply be a case of him opting not to get that big. We don't know, though. Don't know, though. Yeah. And That's his color cool. timer starts off blue instead of green, does not turn yellow, and only lasts three minutes. Well, yeah, they're all three minutes. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. All right. I enjoyed that. So now we go with our rate, review, and subscribe. Indeed. We Please want to do so. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the Science Patrol. Rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us in all the normal places, uh, ultramanpodcast.com, at ultramanpodcast on the old Twitters. And you can send us an email, if and you like, with your interstitial recordings, because not enough of you are doing it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to nag you like we'll your order you around. Going to nag you like your mom. <laughs> All the other kids are doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. <laughs> at at, at gmail.com. And uh, you may appear in the interstitials. It's it's uh, your chance at fleeting internet fame? Question sure. mark? Sure. All right. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs>